Hey there, AfterBuzzers. You're watching the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Secrets and Lies. Season 2, Episode 3, The Liar. Join us tonight as we break down the show and give us give you our thoughts and predictions. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. It's party. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong bringing us in because, as you guys know, tonight's episode is called The Liar, and we are so pumped as usual to talk about it. Guys, I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me everywhere online at Lauren Salon. That last name is spelled S A L A U N, and I'm joined tonight by Whitney. Hi, guys, I'm Whitney, and you can find me on Twitter at Wit Get It Wit. Or Instagram at just plain get it wit. <laughs> awesome. Not to confuse you guys. I well, know. It's a well, whole thing. No, not a problem. Ugh. Just find, find her on one of those places. <laughs> so, guys, if you are listening to us live, we've got the chat up here. And so be sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. And if you're in the chat, talk to us. We want to hear yes. what you guys thought of the episode. And I've got the chat up. So I will be talking to you guys directly this whole time. And if you're listening in on iTunes, be sure to subscribe to us there as well. Tweet to us. We want to know what you guys think of the show. So let's dive on into things. So this week's episode is called The Liar because it has all to do with Kate's assistant, Liam, who was a big, fat liar. Shady. Yeah. So shady. Big old liar. And so we start off our episode with Eric and our mystery man who apparently his name is Danny. I don't think they say his name the entire time. I don't either, but I saw that on IMDb. I'm like, nobody said it yet. That's the only place where I've I've seen it. Exactly. And so we start off because last week we left off, he knocks on Liam's door and Mm -hmm. there's this guy Danny in there. And the place is completely trashed. Yes. Totally trashed. Danny is obviously also searching for Liam Mm -hmm. and he is looking for a girl who was at the party. Yeah. And we learn that Kate sent him that photo. So we're not totally sure what exactly is going on here. Mm-hmm. Like, is this maybe Danny's daughter or something? Because she's yeah. 19 years old. Uh-huh. She Liam apparently knows where she is. Or he thinks that she... Right. Or he thinks that he knows. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So not entirely sure what's going on there with yeah. that situation. And and we I mean Danny ends up being in the episode quite a bit yeah, actually. Yeah, from beginning to end, mm-hmm. he's kind of all over the place, shows up a lot of different areas. So Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so from that point we move on, you know, Amanda and Eric, they have a little moment. She's kind of given him the cold shoulder because mm-hmm. he hasn't really been listening to yeah, her. and I'm like, I wanted to shake her. I'm like, you are her, or you are his sister. Like, yeah. come on, help the guy out. Right, right, but I I get it because yeah. she's like, I'm gonna be your sister and be here for you, but I'm also your lawyer so you gotta listen to me, and he wasn't really, she no, was, he wasn't really listening. So he I feel was like, not listening at all. No. <laughs> no. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Not listening yeah. at all. And um, we jump to a flashback at that point with Neil and Kate. So, well, 
with Eric, Neil, and Kate. And mm-hmm. and Eric and Neil are meeting up because Neil just got dumped by his third wife. And we know he's, you know, not very good yeah. with the ladies. Or good with the ladies, not good with commitment. Commitment, yeah. He seems, he's playerish. Yes, exactly. And sh- Kate shows up at the bar mm-hmm. and we know that Neil and Kate did not exactly get along or he didn't really like yeah. her. And this is clear from the flashback. You know, mm-hmm. he's got some smart-ass comment to make to her. Oh, yeah. And and then, you know, Eric and Kate were supposed to have plans that night. And Kate is very understanding. I think yeah. all the flashbacks in this episode made Kate look, like, so yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool. And their relationship so amazing. Yeah, well, I think it's really good insight into the best friend and Kate's relationship. Because Kate was really cool. And he puts on a front, like, you know, you're ditching me for your wife. I've known you so much longer. Like, I just got dumped. Thanks a lot for inviting Mm -hmm. her. And I thought it was so cool that Kate was literally like, you can't be the guy who gets married and dumps all his friends. Like, go be with him. He needs you. Mm -hmm. And then the kicker when she was like, I got the bill. You need all your ones. I know. (laughs) Exactly. She's so cool. I want to be like Kate. I know. (laughs) And and all of the flashbacks. I mean, we have... That one with with her being totally cool, me like mm-hmm. yeah, go blow off some steam with yeah, your boy, be right? a good friend, and you're like, damn, Kate, she's awesome. <laughs> and then another one with Kate working late, and you see that, you know, she's she's kind of a workaholic, totally mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. But they have like that kind of intimate, sexy moment, yeah. and so again, another one showing that they still had that romance mm-hmm. and that chemistry mm-hmm. and things were going on and we talked about this last week that the flashbacks are only showing us you know they may only be showing us the really amazing moments only from Eric's point of view yeah. so it's not yeah necessarily the whole truth they're showing us what we need to see now yes you know exactly. what i mean um but yeah, with that flashback when she's working, I was like, oh, my God, can they be any more perfect? They are so cute. Right, right. And then he's like, stop working. Let's go to the bedroom. Uh-huh. She's like, uh. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they end up yeah. doing that. We there haven't seen any. We haven't. No. Re- the, there was an opportunity for, like, some steamy. Yeah. Steaminess. It, and there was, like, a hint of it. Yeah. They're giving us, like, a little taste of everything because. We saw them before in the bed together, but it was more like cuddly, like right. rolling around, nothing like. And I mean, Eric is so hot. <laughs> so he good is. looking. He is. I'm sure we'll get some good, uh, yeah, good good scenes there. Good yeah. flashback scenes for sure. Yes. And, and so with Neil, the stuff kind of continues with Neil, um, you know, Eric's dad and Neil are meeting at the office, mm-hmm. and Eric comes in and kind of he is caught off guard by this because you know he's still coming to work, he's still doing his yeah. job, all this stuff, and he wants to be kept in the loop, and he feels like he's been kind of you know he's he's being put on the back burner mm-hmm. in a sense because he's got too much to handle, and he makes a comment to Neil again about like how he hasn't really come clean about what was going on with this yeah. guy Danny, you know, and why he appeared to have to know him he a hundred percent knows him mm-hmm. he has to know him he knows some i have a feeling like neil knows about something that's going on that has to do with kate yes. whether or not he knows who pushed her or what happened he knows a taste of something you know mm-hmm. what i mean exactly and so 
you know, there's some of this kind of not going behind the back in a sense because I understand why John's doing what he's doing. Like, yeah. Eric's got a lot of stress. He's coping with his wife's just being murdered. And yeah. so they're trying to, you know, keep things rolling. And from a PR standpoint, you know, it's not like the best. It may not be the best for yeah. him to be kind of front and center mm-hmm. all the time. And we, and we see that. He goes to yeah. have the meeting himself with the client that they were going to kind of, you know, it do the meeting It sounded like it was for. like a very big investor. Yes. Like a big deal. Yes. Yeah. And this client says, you know, I've been with you guys for seven years, so I wanted to say it to your face. Yeah. Sorry, can't do business with, you know, someone who's accused of murder. And he's like, I wasn't accused yet. <laughs> I know. Don't leave me. And I mean, you can totally understand where the company would be coming from as far as investor standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and also John, the dad, um, you know, you don't necessarily, without saying it, you don't want the face of your company to be um, potentially going on trial for murdering his wife. Right. Exactly. So. And I mean, I think from this point, um, Misha in the chat is saying um, that Eric's dad is making it very hard to think he's innocent. One minute you won't accept your son's resignation and the next minute you're having meetings without him. You know, it does. And I think it's all from this perspective. Again, mm-hmm. we've talked about this and how they can make you question every character every second mm-hmm. and make, you know, everyone can be a suspect, but then you can also find reasons why they aren't and why they might, the writers might be tricking you. Everything. They do such a good job with <laughs> the show all the time. I, my gut feeling is not looking at John as trying to do something sneaky you know no. i feel like he's looking out for the company yeah and this in especially in this episode to me it feels like he's trying to be more of a dad than a mm-hmm. businessman mm-hmm. um and he's trying to kind of look out for his son's best interest while also looking out for his company but i think he is actually really sincerely empathetic yeah so I, to eric so i agree with that and we we have some comments about their mom come up in that discussion you know he's saying uh i think you you know it's been so soon i think you need a little more time and and eric fires back oh well how much time did you take yeah for mom none pretty much yeah and and later we see that we see mom and the situation yeah exactly and been wondering and i didn't recognize who the actress was and potential and so we'll see about that later but um, they, we learn that John goes to visit mom every single Monday, Monday, every Monday. And in the flashback related to their mom and what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, we learned that she was drunk and fell down the stairs and yeah. went to the ER yeah. and the kids had to call the ambulance. Like all three of them are sitting there and waiting really, for dad yeah, and- waiting for their dad to come. And so it's like John pretty much avoided the situation was pretty absent and just like dove full on into work yeah. to deal with the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and, and that he hasn't necessarily moved on from what happened either. And I, I think their mom's in a coma is what the situation yeah, is. Yeah. I think she's obviously been like that. It seems for decades because right? um, it's because Patrick, Eric's brother later on in the show mentions that he was seven mm-hmm. when she, when she fell and right. we know that Eric's older than that. And it shows, I thought it was kind of a touching moment and kind of shows maybe their relationship that they had with their mom and why they are the way that they are now mm-hmm. visiting her mm-hmm. and things. Because um, 
Eric, in the flashback, he's obviously the oldest one. Right. You see, like, a tear come down, and the sister is, like, holding his hand, like, don't cry. It's okay. We're together. You know? So, and now Eric and Amanda are pretty tough on not going to visit mom, not really talking about mom very much. hmm You know? And Patrick's, like, the baby. And Patrick's, yeah. like, and but he, she's mom. Right. And he you know? kind of, and he didn't have a relationship no. with her yeah. at all and points that out. Yeah. And... Um, has, oh, hold on, Misha. Which Misha has some thoughts about the mom, yeah, it's too. Misha. If you see Eric's face when the doctor is talking to the father as his sister grabs his hand, suspect. Oh. You like, think that Eric did something to the mom? I didn't oh, even go there. I didn't even, my mind did not wander there at all. But that is very um, interesting, and that could be a huge twist. Yeah. Maybe that's why he doesn't visit her, because he's so guilty. He's plagued with guilt. I don't think that that's possible i think he's a good guy i mean i think there's a very that is that it's an option yeah i, I like, don't feel in my heart that it's what's happening i don't either but i like that she took it there yeah me too <laughs> misha i like i like yeah. where you go with yeah. this stuff you're you're looking at all the possibilities just like just like we are in yes. here it's that's awesome <laughs> um so that's kind of the deal with with mom so we don't get you know we we see her we mm-hmm. kind of get more of what the situation is so she's alive but not yeah obviously not not coherent really not there conscious. yeah um so so that's our mom situation um we get a so let's talk about liam which is like the bulk of this yeah episode so may comes in and tells so liam Liam's been missing since the party. Which is and, super suspicious. Oh, exactly. You know, if if he had something to do with Kate's murder, if he knows, you know, why, how she was caught up in this mm-hmm. stuff, and maybe he's a victim in some way. You know, we yeah, don't exactly. know what the situation is. Yeah. We do know that this man, Danny, our mystery man with the gun that's always running around beating people up and yeah. breaking into things, <laughs> that he is looking for Liam as well um, because he's trying to find this girl. Yeah. And so that's kind of where we're at with Liam. May comes in, however, and brings kind of this file. She's done a little research on Liam and hands (laughs) Eric his resume and has all these notations on it, including a red circle around his name. And she's like, these are all the things that I found that are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're in elementary school and you just like get a really bad grade and it's all red. Yeah. It's very sad. Exactly. I was like. Get it, girl. Right. You're and doing your due diligence. I know. Great job, May. Yeah, May. And Eric ends up kind of coming, drawing the conclusion that Liam was Kate's son. See, and this is what's weird to me. Okay, because we know that he used the name of somebody who has passed right. on. Because May said that the name and did she say the social? social. The name and the social are linked to this. Mm-hmm person liam who was a real person but died i forget what year but Mm -hmm. this liam character and the guy that they hired would be about the same age as kate's son which is crazy right so then it makes you think that in that case liam obviously picked that name for a reason so he knows some of kate's history and that makes me think that maybe that's why kate bypassed everything well kate yeah kate did the background checks, saw what was on it, and mm-hmm. hired him anyway. Yeah, because she believed that this Liam imposter guy is her son, not that Liam. Oh. The See, Liam I got really confused. That whole thing was a little confusing to me. 
I rewatched it too. And right. I'm like, it, well, I, I watched the episode like three times, I think. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, so this Liam imposter uh-huh. took a real person Liam's uh-huh. identity. Okay. And it is believed that Liam imposter is actually the son, not dead real Liam. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> Does when this makes sense. <laughs> and so when Kate got his information and hired him, she did a background check like you would with right, anyone. And figured out, oh, this person's full of crap, you know. But I have an inkling that it could be the son that I got rid of a long time ago. Yes, that this kid who's lying about everything could yes. be my son, and he could have tried to find me this way gotcha. somehow. And and yeah, and we get that. I mean, Patrick even says in the episode, you know, nothing got by her. She wouldn't slip mm-hmm. up this way. Yeah. And Eric's like, yeah, I don't think she slipped up. I think she knew, knew. all along yeah. and was okay with it. Yeah, is the and thing. that's dangerous because yes. now with all the a lot of their investors are, you know, stuff's going wrong with their accounts and their information's yes. getting leaked and, you know, it kind of all points to Liam or whoever might have Liam if he's a victim in this or who knows. Right, exactly. And yeah, so the thing with all the fraud, I mean, Kate's got a voicemail and it's from um, somebody in the company from the fraud department and credit cards are have, are being opened for clients mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff is happening that's pretty shady. So this yeah. this Liam kid is basically stealing from the company mm-hmm. and stealing from the investors. And so yeah. that's a big freaking deal. Oh, that's a huge deal. This could destroy their entire company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely. Not only do they have the PR mess of, oh, you know, Kate dying and <laughs> Kate Eric, being killed yeah. and people thinking Eric did it, but now... Kate's illegitimate child imposter has been fraud. Taking everyone's money. (laughs) Yeah. And another part with the whole fraud thing that I thought was interesting, which I guess I can understand, it just treads on a very dangerous line, is uh, John... When Eric goes and tells John about it in the hospital, yes, and the, and he and Eric wants to go tell the cops, right? That's right. who he wanted to tell. And John's like, "Do not tell the cops. Mm-hmm. Like this is between us. We will fix it. Do not go right. to the police." Which that was a little interesting to me yeah. because Eric's been so following the plan of like let's deal with things kind of internally first and mm-hmm. then maybe decide what we present to the police. And yeah. he was so quick to want to go to the police with yeah. this that it. It seemed a little... Well, that, I wasn't surprised by John saying, no, we're dealing with this. What are you talking about? Yeah, and see, I was kind of surprised because, to me, Eric was looking more like, I need to save the company. This is the right thing to do. We need to nip this in the bud now because who knows what could... If we wait and sit on it, who knows what could happen? Mm-hmm. And the dad, who... I don't know. I was just confused at why he wouldn't want... That it made me think that maybe he knows a little more, or right. he has a suspicion or something, and he doesn't want to go to the cops for an actual reason other than it getting out. Right. So I I felt that a little way too because and and this is how they set us up. You know, if somebody is suspicious about something and they're wanting to conceal some sort of information, you yeah. always have to wonder what they're hiding. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I trust John, and I feel like I'm going to be made up love for that. Who knows? I mean, he has a very tr- trustworthy face. I know. He's like Quinn. the dad that you just want, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. But Misha has a good point in the chat. How did he not know about the, um, the fraud going on? I mean, at his level, he's so high up mm-hmm. that they're not going to notify him of every little thing. And I yeah. think this, I mean, 
we see in the video surveillance footage that Liam mm-hmm. is leaving the office with this stack of files. So it seems like this has all kind of been happening more recently. Yeah. Yeah, because also when Eric is in Kate's office, we see that he pulls out a couple different file folders. And he said these are the latest things that she's been working on. Mm -hmm. And the message was actually about fraud of one of the folders that he's holding. Right. So it is pretty new. And it kind of looks like Kate's job might have been kind of the first step in prevention. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why she was like the internal affairs type type person. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like compliance. So she's like the people that you don't really like at the company, like HR type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They're cracking down on all and everybody. Not that they shouldn't be if people are doing yeah, things wrong. Yeah, it's but, their job. You know, they're like the yeah. keep everyone in line type people. <laughs> um, so that's our situation with Liam. And we'll kind of, well, not, not completely. We end up, like I said, with the surveillance footage. We mm-hmm. see Liam leaving. Um, the house he gets in or the house the office during the company party with a box of files he gets into a car mysterious car yeah that Eric snaps a picture of he snaps a picture of the yeah. license plate and later in the episode asks Amanda to look it up mm-hmm. she does this for him and gets an address Eric yeah. goes to the house to look for Liam and a girl answers. She looks shaken up. I'm you like, can tell that somebody's behind the door because oh, yeah. she's kind of giving time. hints. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, someone's in there. Yeah. She is She is under duress. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, of course, she opens the door and it's freaking Danny, Danny yep, there. Yeah, of course he's there. See, this is what I don't understand. Why are these two men two steps above cops? Like, two right. steps faster. And, like, with the surveillance footage, the whole time when Eric was looking at it, my first reaction was... Why doesn't why didn't the cops think of this and why don't they have it? Like that would be kind of procedure. Well, somebody, right? We don't know who has the surveillance footage because so, I thought it was the building that they're in because the building had cameras on the outside to see who comes in and out. Right, but when he went to ask them for the footage, they uh-huh. say, "Oh, there's a gap here. Somebody took it. We're missing the footage from yeah. the party. Weird. Oh, how that happened? You think maybe the cops have it, or no, you think that somebody erased it? Who's someone like, who's involved snatched that footage. So he gets it right at the like beginning and right at the end yeah. of it, and he is able to see like Liam leaving right there at the end yeah. while all the commotions going on with the files and catch it." that way yeah did you see in the surveillance footage too that weird lady that he kind of paused on for a second when he was watching it at home there was a lady who oh i don't remember she resembled may in a way but i don't think it was may and she stood on the outside of steps and looked up at the roof for like a little while like it was very very paused and then she walked in and it was a little suspicious but I mean, it was same body type as May, same hmm. color hair, but I don't think it was the same face. I did not notice that. I'll have to go mm-hmm. take a look again. No. So now I'm a little suspicious of that random person in yeah. the surveillance footage. Because who would look up at the ceiling and just stand? Or the, the roof. Ce- or the and roof? Just... And, but it was after. I know it was before because right after you see footage of Eric and Amanda arriving together. And then it goes to the flashback. Oh. It's weird. Interesting. It's a little weird. Interesting. Fantasy stats guru in the chat says hashtag trust no one. Exactly. Yeah. It's you trust no one and everyone's a suspect. Always. Yes. All the yes. time. Um so so yeah, so we get this at the kind of our that we close out the episode with 
Eric, you know, and Danny, and now this mystery girl. Yeah. And Danny's pretty much like, oh, she knows where Liam is, but she's not she's not talking not yet sort of thing yeah i'm like oh god what are you gonna do to her yeah i don't think he's gonna do anything right because she's she's a she's a girl yeah oh misha noticed that lady she stared for a while okay see but like who's that lady misha who could she be because it's not may right can't be may couldn't see i couldn't make out the face it's killing me and remember when we had um when we had the guest in what's her um Oh, why am I? We had the actress who plays May, and she was giving us McNally. McNally, yeah, Yeah. I love her name. I couldn't think of it though. Um, When she was here, she was kind of telling us, like, you know, my character gets more involved Mm -hmm. as episodes go on, and she kind of like left it open to like a little bit of right. But if it were May who was looking up like that, she, I'm sure she would. We would know that she seems very forthcoming with information and very helpful. Trust no one. I know. I don't doubt <laughs> May. Come on. She's so... She loves the family. She's so good about Shit. everything. We think. Alrighty. So, that's our, like, kind of Liam situation. I don't... Do we think that Liam is the son? I don't personally think that Liam is the son. Mm-hmm. I think he's definitely... I don't know. Maybe, maybe this Liam character who did die isn't even Kate's son. Like... Maybe, yeah. who knows? Maybe he, like, just adopted this, I don't know. It has to do, have to have something to do, though, with Kate and her past. So it could definitely be it. But I don't think it's really him. I think he's just using the name. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, get I feel in. like it would be too easy and I'm t- too convenient. I'm telling you, I'm so confused because the first episode, remember I said, oh my God, the previews shows all kinds the baby of killed sex her. Yeah. and oh. drugs <laughs> and like um, Patrick's wife, who I can never remember Melanie. her name. It starts, I, I can't remember Melanie. I don't, I don't know why it's so it's hard okay. for me, but Melanie's like in bustiers and lingerie and it. And I thought it was, like, this big family conspiracy. And now every week I have no idea and I'm thinking different things. Well, don't worry. They're going to change it for us every single week from They're here on out. so well. And like, like we said, I think, in in our first show that even even the actors and stuff weren't sure who did it until, yeah. like, the very end. Yeah. Because they had kept, kept things secret. in the dark, you know? I like that. Uh, oh, I do, too. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Okay. So that's our kind of Liam situation. We have another situation with a new... We had a lot of new people yeah. this week. So, we, you know, Liam, Danny, this new random girl. We have the ex-girlfriend, Tina Sawyer. So Crazy. Yes. Crazy lady. Crazy lady. Um, <laughs> and so Eric sees her outside the station and kind of like he freaks out a little. Yeah. Like he's like stopped in his tracks and kind of like... Yeah. Doesn't say anything or do anything, which I thought was kind of bizarre. That's when she's walking, right? Right, when she's walking. Yeah. And and talks to Amanda about it, kind of get, gives Amanda the scoop about how they dated for a few months. He broke it off. She would not take no for an mm-hmm. answer, was harassing him, like phone, you know, yeah. text, emails, and then showed up in his apartment one day yeah. with all bruised up that and is threatening psycho. to tell... Cops. The cops that he did it to her, yeah. If he didn't crazy. get back together with her, she, yeah, you're like, like <laughs> that is terrifying. I couldn't even imagine being in that situation. Poor yeah. guy, that is Ooh. psycho. I can't even believe there's people like that out there. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. And because people do that, which is uh, really depressing. Scary. Um, so 
Cornell calls Eric to come in and yes. asks kind of what's your side of the story and he refuses to tell her and Amanda in that scene I mm-hmm. I don't know if it was necessarily her being like oh shoot my brother's being ballsy and standing up to Cornell yeah you know because yeah. I think she definitely approves of him not talking. gushing all this info and not yeah. talking um, but it did catch her a little off guard and we get that line that was used in, in the promos and stuff last week of like if you're going to arrest me, you know, come and get me come sort of thing. get me, yeah. And, and she does, like, a very dramatic, like, are you saying that you're refusing to cooperate <laughs> with the investigation? Yes. And, Cornell's finest. Yeah, I love it. And, <sighs> and so now they're kind of at odds, which you think would set us up for a lot of conflict between Cornell and Eric throughout the rest of the episode and yeah. then, like, in the next few episodes. But it doesn't. That's kind of the opposite. Exactly. So Cornell, or not Cornell, but um, Eric later, uh, you know, finds, what's her name? Tina Sawyer has come into his apartment building. Yeah. yeah, And she clearly is a little nutty. You know, there are people in the hallway looking at her. screams at the neighbors. (laughs) Stop staring. Like, mind your own business. I didn't kill his wife. You're like, why would you just... Yeah, work like, that out. Stop it! You're acting psycho. Yeah, and he looks kind of terrified. He does by this look situation. so terrified. He looks so scared of her. <laughs> I, I was I was surprised by that this episode. Like terrified <laughs> of her, and yeah. So we don't really, you know, it's. I don't yeah. know how why he's so scared of her, well, but yeah. It, I mean, I kind of can understand why he'd be so terrified of her if you walked into your apartment and saw an ex. With, like, battered and bruises and was, like, if you threatened you, basically, you'd be, you'd be like, this person is a nutcase. Right. I need... I, I would tell my neighbors, like, hey, s- please stay right here because yeah. this woman is crazy and she's harassing me. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I want to make sure that you see me not hurt her because I won't, but yeah. she'll say... I'm not going to touch her, but I need witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So... So, yeah. So, and we learn that he takes out a temporary restraining order mm-hmm. and Cornell is supportive of that and yeah. and also has says that she asked to lengthen the restraining order. Yeah. And so this whole time you're like, what the heck is she up to? Like, why is she being so nice to him? She's was, trying to... It's totally a, a tactic. Like, yeah, it may not I think be a so trick, too. but it's definitely a strategic move on her part. Yeah, I do believe that as well. And remember when um, Tina Sawyer was in the building, she was like, don't worry, I didn't tell her anything. Mm-hmm. But then in, when Cornell met up with Eric in the beginning, it was like, tell me everything, give me your side. And it made it seem like Tina had, like, Oh, yeah, but she's got, she's yeah. being sneaky about yeah, that. She is. Cornell. She's going, she's trying you don't to, know. Yeah. yeah. She's trying to gain trust definitely with Eric and Amanda right now because mm-hmm. she's gotten Amanda fo- kind of fooled, it seems like. Because when they left, Amanda's like, yes. this is amazing. You're no longer a suspect. She would not go to yes. bat for you. Right? Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't and trust that. Because we learned, obviously, Tina's done this before. So, yeah, Cornell being on their side. And w- Amanda doing that was like, like, girl, what happened to you being so skeptical this whole yeah. time and wary of Cornell? And one move, she's saying, oh, yeah, you're right. This woman's crazy. 
I'm going to help you get a bigger, a stronger restraining, restraining order. order. Why does that change your entire perspective of Cornell yeah. and her support or belief in you guys and the fact that it's that Eric's now not a suspect? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. He's still she never said he's not a suspect. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She's going to look that at other really leads. That was really weird. But... As like a smart lawyer. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe she was just trying to make Eric feel a little like more exactly exactly i i think she's just yeah i don't know because it's that's not the case i'm sorry they're gonna it's i think it's a trick on cornell's part to let to have eric lower his guard a little bit and mess up and do something and she'll be right there to catch it when it happens because amanda even's like make sure you don't like you don't even jaywalk don't do anything because cornell's off your back um, you know, so you can just be like perfect, and of course, that's like such foreshadowing of like he's gonna go gonna off do and all kinds of do crazy stuff, insane stuff. Well, and then the end, you can see because um, Danny's like, "Are you gonna come in or not?" Mm-hmm. When they're in the house with that girl, yeah, and he like is going in, so yes, you tell oh, yeah. some stuff's going down. I think he and Danny are gonna be buddy buddy. Actually, I think yeah, but I think what- I think Danny's a good guy. Yes. I agree. So we've got another um, person, a kind of new person that entered the picture last week, and we saw more of this week, and that is Shane Campbell, who was Kate's ex-boyfriend. And if we remember, Eric saw them eating at a restaurant together. Mm -hmm. It seemed pleasant. It wasn't necessarily flirty or, you know, clear lines weren't being crossed. It was friendly. From what we saw, but at at the same time, you know, if your husband was out with his ex-girlfriend and, like, you didn't know it was behind your back, it'd be like, wait a second, why didn't you tell me? Something's a little fishy here. Why are you hiding, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And and we end up, Eric goes to the motel Mm -hmm. where, you know, he believes Kate and, you know and Shane were and shows a picture of Kate the motel guy says yes she was here we end up where Eric goes to Shane's store oh yeah and to his shop and he's about ready to like go in there and like pound this guy like lose it lose it so here we get a little glimpse of Eric's temper yes perhaps and he stops he doesn't go in there because he has a flashback of when he hit What's his name? That kid, kid that he killed. Yeah. And so he just, he cools off. He leaves. Shane sees him. And then later, Shane comes in mm-hmm. and kind of like, oh tries God, to clear this is the gonna air. Go. Right. He comes in <laughs> and he, you know, when Patrick and Eric are, are hanging out and stuff and to clear the air. And I think he did clear the yeah. air. You know, he said um, that Kate contacted him to get some tracking software installed on her iPad and that he and he assumed that it was like to keep track of a wandering husband, our husband, yeah, you know. And so he <laughs> hit on her, you know, as you do. Her marriage is in trouble, so he's <laughs> like, "Hey, you look good. Want a date?" And said that she turned him down, which is like we're like, "Yeah, good." Mm-hmm. And and that was kind of it. He he looks like he's sincerely yeah apologetic about the whole situation and. I mean, I believe I him. I believe him. I don't think there's any reason for us not to. I think he did, like, the gentleman thing and kind of, like, cleared the air with Eric because that's really important. As, like, a husband, when your wife's not around anymore, you don't want to cast suspicion. So mm-hmm. I think it was really good of him to show up and, like, tell him what really happened so right. he knows. Exactly. And 
Cornell knows that Kate was using tracking software, which I found yeah. interesting because I know that she, we know she has Kate's phone and laptop, yes. I believe, but that's it. And she asks about whether or not Kate had any other devices. Yeah. And she knows Eric's lying about oh, yeah, something because he says no. And you see Amanda be like, you know, make yeah. some face of like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh, she's lying, you know? And yeah. Cornell's like, oh, interesting. Well, Kate had two iPads, remember? Yes, the one, white one the and white the secret one. new one we and found. Yes. So I'm wondering, does Cornell... All, what? Okay. <laughs> so which tracking device or which device has the tracking software on it? I'm assuming it's the one that was locked up. The one right. that's the I think new it's the thing. black new one. But I think her phone probably had has, something on it okay. too or her laptop in yeah. some way because... If she, if Cornell knows about it and Cornell doesn't know about the extra laptop, then yeah. something else has to have tracking software on it. And I'm like, and, okay, so we know from what Eric gathers, she was actually at the motel with the tracking device trying to track the money. Yes. That because... she took out the hundred, I think it was a hundred thousand mm-hmm. that she withdrew from his account. And we found out in the first episode and she was trying to find whoever she gave it to to get the money back or she still did she have the money and she was trying to track See, that part was a little confusing yeah. how they jumped to that because i yeah because yeah. we know that the motel is very close to the money drop point so she yes she's looking for it but was did she get tracking software to plant some sort of tracking on the money, money as maybe. well you know yeah. There's a I I hope they kind of clear that up because it's yeah. not totally making sense for me yeah, either. Yeah, I'm a little confused with that the money too. and and the the motel location and all that stuff. And but like, what was she going to do with the tracking software if she didn't even tell her husband that she pulled out the cash? Who was she going to give the information to on where the cash went? Mm-hmm. Was she going to take care of it or herself? Right. I mean, yeah, and it seems so bizarre. I mean, we know that she didn't want. That Eric didn't want to give in to, you know, the person blackmailing them. And so she's trying to, like, circumvent him and do it secretly so he doesn't have to worry about it and stress about it. So I guess I get that. But it seems like she's going through a lot of hoops to figure this out and being a little too, like, you know, sneaky, like, spy girl. Yeah, it's confusing. (laughs) Yeah, so... So that's um, kind of our situation with Shane. I don't know that we'll see him much more. Yeah, I couldn't imagine unless there's more to do with the track. Like, I don't know, unless there's some other stuff that Mm -hmm. Shane's involved in. We saw a lot from Patrick this Mm. episode as well. And Patrick, we, you know, we learned that he, I think, respected Kate a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think it's in an upcoming promo where he's talking to Cornell and she's kind of questioning him and he says like I would never do anything to Kate you know I she's the only person in our entire family who like sent my wife a birthday card sort of thing stuff like that and so you know and and even in this episode he is respectful of her and he's like oh she she always had all these systems like there's no way she would have messed up and being very helpful for Eric and being kind of Eric's support person you know we've seen so far that Patrick is the party boy kind of loose cannon I love him not very reliable (laughs) I know and and here in this episode he's kind of being 
Eric's sidekick and yeah. picks him up from the bar and makes some pancakes. Yeah. I mean, exactly. how could you not love a brother who makes you those pancakes look so good? Right. I know. It's like, well, makes, I haven't had pancakes in a long time. Yeah. So we see <laughs> we see a lot from him and I I like that we see a different side than yeah. just his like the party boy drinking in the middle of the day, not really doing yeah. work sort of thing. Sleeping on the couch. Yeah, at the office. Exactly. Um, So that was that was nice, and I think I feel like he's like the innocent little brother, you know, party boy, but like it's harmless, like all innocent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, so we're left again with a lot of questions, new characters, and new directions to go in. Ultimately, I did feel like this episode, it did introduce a few new things to us, but it was the pace of it wasn't as fast, I felt like, mm-hmm. as the last two weeks. I mean, we're only in episode three, so it's yeah. fine if we have, like, kind of a calmer episode, but it did deal, like, the whole time was just about figuring out the Liam oh, situation, yeah. really. Yeah, I think it just introduced us to more information, like, with Liam and then uh, also the mom, too, because that yes. has been something that we've talked about every single week, like what what's wrong with the mom where is she mm-hmm. like you know so we got background on that too which opens up doors to the kids relationships and why they are the way they are and things like that so exactly exactly so i think i mean we're we're around about that time here wow this it's always oh. well, we go in when you have like conspiracy theories and like everyone's a suspect all this stuff and you you know time flies it, time flies it talking about secrets and lies it's Ugh. awesome it is so let's kind of talk about some predictions here your after buzz tv yeah. predictions awesome so as far as next week's goes i did not watch the teaser, but I've got a synopsis of what we get next week. So I'm going to read it to you guys. <clears throat> Eric discovers that he and Danny have more in common than he first believed. The two get closer to finding Liam, but they aren't the only ones who've been hot on his trail. At work, things begin to unravel when Patrick fails to cover for Eric at a big meeting and they get swept up in Detective Cornell's web of interrogation. And just when Eric begins to get some answers, he's confronted by a huge betrayal, leaving him speechless. You are really good at reading. <laughs> Thank you. I went to college. I learned to read before yeah, then. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's what I was talking about yes. with Patrick and Cornell and him getting questioned. Like she challenges him on yeah. his drinking, says like, oh, well, maybe you were blacked out during the party and did something and you don't remember, remember exactly. It, yeah. And he, you know, says in this promo that I watched, you know, I, the thing about how Kate was kind of one of his favorite people and like she was mm. so amazing and all this stuff and not in like a he's secretly in love with love her with, way yeah. it seemed like in a like big genuine, sister yeah a genuine friend family kind of way. big sister love. right and he's like i wouldn't even forget that if i was like i wouldn't forget about that and who she is even if i was yeah. like blackout drunk yeah you know and so i don't i mean my money is not on patrick at all me either but when you were reading that i was like there goes the responsible patrick we were just talking about right (laughs) right so he fails to cover for eric i mean but now we know that eric's gonna go off and do some baloney well i did watch the i did watch the previews for next season you did Uh, for next next episode whoa i'm going way too fast um but yeah so there i don't know exactly what's going on but there is a little glimpse that 
Eric and Danny are out doing something. Right. And Eric is in his car on his way out. It's like, it kind of looks like a dark alley to me or something. And Cornell, all of a sudden you see, like the, Mm -hmm. I didn't do very good at those police sirens. (laughs) But yeah, there you go. You've heard him more than I have, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But Cornell gets out and she's like, we have to stop meeting like this, Eric. She always says that to them. I know. I think that's like a Cornell line. She's just so good. Yeah. Those one liners that she has, she really delivers. And the stare. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So he's going to get in a little trouble. I have a. Yeah. And it sounds like he's going to be pretty, like, desperate to prove that he's innocent and, you know. Yeah. But I know. Who do we think betrays him? I don't think Pat. Eric? Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's what this the synopsis says. Confronted by a huge betrayal. Do you think it's something Kate did or I think it has to family be family member? It has to be somebody that who's at least a family member, if not his wife, because that makes it I, in Way my to narrow head, it down with I think that maybe <laughs> John, because dad, if your dad oh. betrays you, that's a huge betrayal. Right. Especially with the company. Yes. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Patrick. I don't think Amanda's going to sell him out. No, I don't think it's Neil. He's already a little questionable for Neil right now. I think it could, maybe John does something bad. Possibly. Or we find out about something. That Amanda did. Or that John did. Uh, Oh, this is so random, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Okay, Amanda, I kept feeling like we might see, like, peeks into the drug habit, the prescription Uh, drug situation that we saw. We didn't at all. She wasn't sweaty or anything. I feel like in most of the scenes we saw of her, she was eating, though. And I was like, is this eating a clue? Like, <laughs> well, I'm a crazy person. I See, didn't even know That's oh, how this show makes you think. I'm like, she she's been eat. eating in three scenes so far. <laughs> and people on drugs don't eat. <laughs> no, I'm like, why is she snacking so much? <gasps> I don't know. See, I'm I'm just yeah. now turning in I mean, that crazy is, theories. Why did, that does kind of confuse me. Why did they introduce that so far? like in the first episode and then now we're on episode three and it hasn't really gone back yeah I, mean, well, I bet we'll see more we they... were very suspicious of that too she was sweating like nobody sweats yeah buckets buckets of and sweat. now she's just eating a lot so there's a lot of like emotions i mean not eating a lot she's eating like a normal human but yeah, well. we'll see we'll see people that um are dealing with their emotions in a negative way sometimes eat a lot yeah so maybe she's she under stress, it, sweat stress, drug stress. There you go. Maybe stress. she is shady. We, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She's smart enough to get away with it. Anyway, lots of theories out there. Um, I think that just about does it for this week for us, you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in with us and Fantasy Stats Guru Misha and the rest of y'all who are in the chat and watching live with us we yes. love all your guys's theories too it makes it so much more fun when you guys chime in with us oh unless she's pregnant i thought that maybe she was pregnant too all the pills and the snacking and the sweating so that could be something anyway all right guys we will be <laughs> back here next week same place same time Again, be sure you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube and also on iTunes where you can catch not only this after show, but all the others that we do here at AfterBuzz TV. You guys can find me everywhere online, mainly Instagram and Snapchat at Lauren Salon. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N. And how about you, Wit? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at GetItWit. And if you're looking for me, oh no, I lied. Dang it, I don't have this down. <sighs> Twitter is wit 
Get It Wit. And then Instagram and what's the... I don't know. Instagram <laughs> is Get It Wit. Hey, I got it. I have to write it down. It's so Good sad. Luck. Good luck finding wit online. I do tweet, though. Find me. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 